And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Go to the website right now, manscaped.com. Start living a better life. They have this one product that I, that I in particularly love. It's called the Lawnmower 3.0. Okay? No more shaving around the balls with bloody messes. No more nicks. Okay? It allows you to shave with confidence. And then when you walk out the door each and every day, it will allow you to walk out with confidence. It's the little things in life. You know, you want to put a little couple, you want to put a couple bucks in the bank. You want to maybe talk to that girl. You maybe want to, you know, get ahead in life in general. You, you got to start taking care of the little details. Manscaped is helping us men stay in shape down below the waist belt, okay? Like I said, no more nicks. Use the promo code HBSports. Get 20% off your order. Go to the website right now, manscaped.com. Also, ladies, if you have that man down below and he's not shaving and it's an uncomfortable conversation that you don't want to have, get him a lawnmower 3.0. Won't have that awkward conversation. And you'll get him a nice gift. Pretty simple. All right. Remember, HB Sports, 20% off your order. Go to the website right now, manscaped.com. And just like that, we are back for episode 301. Time flies. First of all, before I introduce our next guest, I want to congratulate Nate Darling on cracking the Charlotte Hornets roster. He's the first player from Atlantic Canada to crack an NBA roster. He is from Bedford, actually. Still, not still, but just. You know, he's from Bedford, so congrats to Bedford. That's amazing. Uh, but it's a big moment for Atlantic Canada here for uh, a guy like Nate to be able to crack that squad in the NBA. There's been a lot of guys coming up, uh, as well as uh, Lindell Wigington as well, trying to crack a roster. I'm sure he's going to be in the NBA very soon, but it's just great for uh, local recognition on a national scale like the NBA for someone from around Atlantic Canada to actually crack a roster. So, Nate, if you're listening, congrats. Um, you're leading the way right now, and I know lots of people in this part of the world are looking up to you uh, and hope that they can crack a roster in the future. So, yeah, uh, today on the High Button Podcast, we have a good friend of mine, Eddie Robinson. Eddie's been on the podcast before. He played for the Chicago Bulls, okay? Chicago Bulls. Also played for the Charlotte Hornets, so that's kind of funny. We can talk to him about that. Uh, he also played for the Halifax Rain Men here in Halifax. Uh, he's been on the podcast twice before, Eddie. He's a great guy coming all the way from uh, Flint, Michigan. Going to be a great podcast. I'm Justin. We're talking to Eddie. Remember, this is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Eddie, we're going. Let's go. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm all right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I know you're you're a new father, correct? Yes. How old's your your kid? Him, him or her? Him. Him. How old is he? He's Louis. He's 18 months. Louis. How's fatherhood treating you? Oh, it's good. Yeah. You know, I've been through it already. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's the, what's Louis gonna be? Point guard, big oh, man. man. He's he's gonna be everything, right? Yeah, okay. You don't make him a certain position. You just be able to do everything. You know, like, I don't come on this podcast with you and try to be someone I'm not. I, you know, my knowledge of basketball is somewhat yeah. there, but you know I'm mm -hmm. not going to come and tell you what I know because, I, you know, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the uh, the intermediate division or the uh, right, right. the knowledge isn't there. So you, when I ask you these questions, I like how you don't make me feel stupid. You answer with enthusiasm. So. Oh, yeah. What I heard about the game of basketball is that, like, positions are changing. Like, there's no such thing as, like, a big man down low anymore. It's a guy who can shoot the ball and he can play down low. I don't know. Is that wrong? No, that's not wrong. Okay. I mean, um, these kids nowadays are coming up there. They're, I mean, they can play the one, the two, the three. Yeah. I mean, it's really not like a power power game, like yeah. a, a dominant center like that, right? Yeah. I mean, you look at 
You look at Bo Bo at Denver. I think okay. he's what seven one or two or something like that on the wing. That's not Manute calling. Bo's son, no. You know, look at KD, seven foot two guard, but he can handle the ball. He can bring the ball up. That's playing the one. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you just I mean nowadays the guys are just they're they they're capable of doing yeah. multiple positions, right? So how does that change for a guy like you that teaches basketball for a living when you, when you're teaching you know kids? Do you look at an NBA game and then implement it to a practice that you will bring to school? Yeah, somewhat, just to have some. You, yeah, you, just you, just to have a you know give them something like if we don't have it on the on the initial fast break, right? What do you mean by that? Well, if we get a rebound and go. Okay. Because you know we got like because I'm I'm coaching at PA, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so so. That's why I said school. Yeah, so a lot of our a lot of our guys are great at creating their own shot. Okay. And can handle the ball. Mm. And, and we're pretty – I mean, we don't have, like, a center, right? So yeah. they're all the same size. Yeah. Pretty much, right? But, yeah. you know, so we're we, we're going to be a team that can – whoever get the rebound, we're gone. Yeah. If we don't have nothing, then we run something. I love it. I love talking about, like, where you grew up and stuff. I remember the first podcast you came on here and we talked about growing up in Flint and yeah. you had, like, a, a street party for, like, Lil Wayne and the Hot Boys, like, stuff like that. Like, I I love just talking yeah. about your come up because I remember when we posted that first podcast, we had so many people reach out and go, how did you guys uh, manage to have these stories? How did you manage to get him on? I don't think anyone knew that you were here. Right. I just, I don't know, because I, I told you about this last time. It's such a unique upbringing from where I came up. Yeah. And when I hear about your story and how you made to the, the success that you made it, it's interesting to me. So I guess, even though I know I've already asked this question, but I want to ask it again for our new listeners. Yeah, what yeah. was the come up like in Flint in, in the process of making it to the NBA? Because the last time you told me, it was it was just really cool. I mean, yeah, man. I just, you know, I was very smart. Even though the, even though I dropped out of high school, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that was that was for more family related, personal. You know, no guidance. You know, just yeah. just just have to do things on my own. And yeah. I got lazy, and you know, I stopped getting up in the morning. I, I started hanging out. <laughs> you yeah. know, so next thing you know, four years gone by. And then how got old are you? I was 16, 17. Still young. Still young. Still playing in the street. Still, still working on my craft, but yeah. just not, just not having a, a goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not knowing what's next. What do I really want to do with my life? Right after seeing this, this, this guy die, that guy died. Like it's like, you know, going to jail. You know, like it's that's that's that was like. I had to find a a way to escape yeah. that environment. Yeah. And basketball was that escape goat. Yeah. You know, I, you know, thank God I had got with my um a, my AU coach Raymond Jones who kind of mentored my basketball life, right? You mentioned him last time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 rest in peace Raymond Jones. Um and just, you know, just just really was a guy that was in the basketball. Obviously, he knew all the big coaches, you know, because he trained, you know, he 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 had the top high school players in Michigan. Yeah. Going to tournaments, winning games, Mateen Cleese, Mo Peterson, those those Flint Stones, right? Yeah. So he figured out a way to get me on the team even though I wasn't even in high school. I still don't know how he did that. <laughs> There's so many articles about you when you were younger and just your freakish athletic ability. Yeah. Like you it just came natural to you. There's some really cool cool articles on you, but back in the day about how you came up through those Michigan ranks just based on your like I said, freakish ability. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and, and you know the kind of 
you know, even though I didn't play high school ball. Which is mind-blowing. I was playing grown men, though. Where, though? Like local at, at the, rec? At, at the Burst, Burston, Burston Fieldhouse. What's that? Like a that's, the, commu- that's the local community center where, you know, if you're trying to keep people off the streets, give them okay. something to do, so we, we balled, right? And the crazy story is my Raymond Jones, he thought I was older because I would be down there during – you know, school hours. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, so yeah. I don't know how he thought I was older because I didn't look like that, right? Yeah. So I was still trying to be like, you know, in our initial conversation, you know, after talking for a while, he told me that I couldn't believe that he thought I was that old. I was like, how did you think I was that old? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had a baby face and everything, right? But he was just like, just the way you played, your demeanor. Yeah. You know, I had a, I had a grown man's game because that's all I played against yeah. down at that field at the rec center. Yeah was grown men and these hoopers were you know players that you know were talented enough to play in the pros yeah but just you know that street life so when you're playing those games do you have a goal at this time is your goal the nba or are you just no, playing just to stay off the streets no just just playing so you don't even have a goal you're just no, out there I, playing you're not even trying you're just going through the motions I you're not ha- training yeah just watching and just just doing something i love you know what i'm saying just just playing ball just yeah while i'm not in school right and just being observant of watching the old, the older guys because it was like, it was very entertaining because it was like, damn, they they're playing hard as hell. Yeah, you know, you can it'll it'll take an hour for one point to be scored for the for the game to be over with because guys are fouling, girl. You know, they try not to let you. So it's like yeah. it's serious because I mean the gym is packed. What do you mean packed? I mean like. It's just, like in the in the middle of the day, there's people. It's people yeah. there watching. Yeah, because it's, it's. I mean, the guys that are going to play next, right? Because it's. it's oh, waiting their turn. Yes, because you oh, know okay. you have to get on the list and all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They came up with that because it was just it was just crazy. Because so how big was the gym? It was just one one. It was small. It was a small gym, just two rims, full court. That's it. It was a stage on there because because they had a boxing ring there. <laughs> was Floyd ever in there? No, Floyd wasn't there. Oh. Um, Chris Bird. Okay. I don't know if you heard of Chris I've heard Bird. the name. I don't know who he is. I've yeah, heard that uh, name Clarissa before. Clarissa Shields. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Clarissa Shields no, is? No, don't get mad at me. Who is it? She's the goat of women boxing. I see. And she's from Flint. Should and I know that, trained? Mark? Yes. Oh, yes. damn it. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. You, should, you should know that. My bad. I'm sorry. And, she, she, and she's a black female. <laughs> okay, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> right? And don't nobody want to fight her. She's, she's beat everybody. Really? Yeah, so she. I think she, I believe she's going to, she's doing MMA now. No way. How old is she? I have no idea. Is she still from, like, out of Flint, like Michigan? Yeah, yeah? she's from Flint. Yeah. Wow. She trains in the in Burston Fieldhouse. There's still a box, to this day? Probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure she does. Can I, can yeah, I look it up? Yeah, I just want to see kind of yeah. what it looks like. You she can look at belts. the TV. She got belts. She called out a... Uh, hey, what's, it, what's it called, sorry? Clarissa Shields. No, like the name of the gym. Burston Fieldhouse. Is that it right there? You can see up on the TV. Yeah. That's nice. It's been upgraded, though. Okay. From back when I was playing, right? Wow. Okay, keep going. Sorry, but yeah, there's, they had boxing in there, right? And yeah. They, they also had like a dance program. Okay. So it was a lot of stuff to keep the kids, you know, involved in certain activities that they couldn't get at school, right? Yeah. And you know, Clarissa, you know, she's she's knocked out. She's killed everybody. Clarissa. Clarissa. I'm gonna do my research after this. The I goat. apologize, Clarissa, if you're listening. The goat. I think um, Ali' daughter called her out. No. Yeah. But you know, Clarissa put the got the money together. <laughs> Fight didn't happen. 
Wasn't because of Clarissa. Really? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Do you still keep in touch with people back from Flint? Oh yeah, I follow I follow everybody on Instagram. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's how I'm aware, I'm able to keep up with everything. Cool. Any especially, especially back home, right? Yeah. Any lessons from back in the day that you implement in your life now? Oh yeah. Like I mean, from those days in the gym? Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta have a goal. But yeah. just believe you can do anything. Yeah. I mean, you take look at me, I dropped out of high school. Um pick just just ended up just taking basketball serious, taking school serious. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I couldn't do the work or nothing. It's just that, you know, the, that was the lifestyle I was that's just what I was into, right? Yeah. Everybody in Flint knew I should have been in school playing basketball. <laughs> but I was I was in the streets, right? And, and it so, took that one guy to tell you, "Okay, you need to start trying." Yeah, and, and you know, he was he was heavily sent to me. You know, it's crazy. had I not met him, man, ain't no telling. We probably wouldn't be here right now. Just how, just how things ended up developing back home, how, like how bad it got, right? It's so, weird how life is like that. Just one little interaction can change yeah. your entire life. Like one moment in a day can change the course of your life forever, and then your family's life. Yeah, it's I mean, weird. Yeah, and I'm, you know, and I think there's going to be a, G, a new G League team in Flint that Charlie Bell is coaching. My guy, Charlie Bell. You That's, know Charlie Bell? You're, yeah. Oh, you're shaking your head. I thought you knew him. coming. Okay. Yeah. So you heard about that, right? Yeah. So that's that's huge for my city. That gives the, you know the, the kids opportunity. Yeah. To fulfill their dream. I mean, they took away high school sport. I mean, high school basketball because of you know just poverty, just just the recession, right? It's brutal. It's bad. The bad water still. That's what I don't understand. I, I still can't get past that. Yeah, it's tough to think about. It's tough to face it in reality every day. It's something that we don't face here. We have fresh, clean water every day. Yeah. And then you look at someone that can't even have the, the basic necessities of life. But, yeah, you, you expect that to be in, like, happening in more of, like, third world countries. Yeah, not in America. The not richest in country the, in the world. Not in the States. Richest country in the world. Flint, Michigan, the lead poisoning. That's crazy. I think there's a movie about that. Yeah. There was a good movie that came out about that, really well acted. But no, it, it's crazy to think the the struggle just to have a basic necessity in life in order to make it out of something. Yeah, just just water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like simple water. Yeah. Yeah, just just water. Like, how can that even be? Like, yeah. When you were exposed to the other side of life, uh, the the first class NBA style, you know, caviar on the plains, lobster, like the completely different life from just having a base of glass of water. Did it take you a second to? Almost hone back and go, whoa, okay, the, the, the other side is living like this? Yeah, it, I mean. Did it make you mad a little like, bit? It seemed like it's, it's just, that seems so surreal because it's like, I'm, like we're right here. Yeah, right down the street. This, yeah, this is happening right here. Like, it, it made no sense to me. Like, I mean, the whole NBA experience was just, it was everything is just first class everything. So yeah. it's like total different lifestyle. How can people that have so much not give just a little bit? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, not lot. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like a lot of a lot of those NBA players do a lot. Yes, they do. Absolutely, they but do. They do a lot. They but, do. But but we're in a world where the good don't get exposed. Absolutely. Only the bad shit. Absolutely. Right. So if you, if you look if you look, somebody needs to do like a documentary on what NBA guys are doing. And what they do, they got charities. Mm. They help. They, I mean, they training. That's mm. giving back, right? Mm. So, they're doing a lot, but it just don't get exposed. Mm. 
that's the, the good shit. They don't want. They don't want the media. Don't like the good stuff. That's what I don't understand. Mm. You turn on the TV, all you see is bad shit. Absolutely. I remember the the bubble and, and LeBron talking about some issues, and I think Chris Paul and uh, I forget who the others were, but you know they were talking about the good that they were doing with helping people register to vote in the United States this year, and there was little coverage, not a lot, but you know something like that. I should have. It should have had a lot more coverage. You know, LeBron paying millions of dollars for seniors to drive from point A to point B in order to register to vote because they can't do a mail-in. Like, that's exactly. that's a that's a gift from heaven. Like, how does that happen, you know? Exactly. I know it does happen, but, you know, there's a lot of other things that happen within the NBA. And there's people in the world that are here to handle and do that. And they're not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's like you can't make a basketball player, a football player, a a, a person on a certain a certain a certain money level, mm. a certain wealth to oh, why you ain't doing this and why they probably are. It's just not ta- being talked it's just, about. Yeah, it's just not being talked about. And it's interesting how if it is talked about, there's a a ripple effect. You know, yeah. even myself if I see someone doing something nice, if I see someone, you know, you know, giving out pizza to homeless people, that that goes, oh, Justin, I gotta, I gotta do something." You know, like there was a couple, uh, there was a couple fishermen, unfortunately, that passed away here on the coast of Nova Scotia, and you know, terrible time for that to happen, Christmas time. It's like yeah. I, I, I saw that other people were helping out and donating, and and, and that just makes me want to do things. And it's the same thing with across the world in news. If you see someone else doing good, it makes you want to do good. Good, excuse me. So I agree with what you're saying. If they're not reporting it, yeah. it's kind of hard to to follow. You know yeah, what I mean? And the and the perfect example of that. Is you know, every NBA team is tied into the community because you know we we have certain appearances we have to do every year. Yeah. At schools. Yeah. You know we do a lot of stuff for the kids, so you, you may get the kids tickets for the game. Did that feel good when you were yeah, in the NBA? Because yeah, that's so little yeah. for you. That's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's just what it's about, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like when you see when you see the kids receiving shoes, the reactions of their faces, right? Yeah. And so that's why I kind of felt like, now that I had a moment to reflect on it, when when John Paxson came with the "oh, we're banning this, we're banning that," yeah, you, you're not realizing what you're taking away. Yeah, you're not hurting me by me not wearing no headband. You're hurting the, the, the fucking kid that's waiting for it after the game. I never thought this of it. Why, I never thought of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So th- this is so 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 now that, but you don't you don't you don't get that perspective. You don't get to hear that perspective. Yeah. It's being talked about, but it ain't being aired. It ain't being played. Yeah. So when you take away, th- this is why this is why we wear all this shit: headbands, yeah. wristbands. This is shit to throw away the kids. I never thought of that. <laughs> is that really? Saying? That's. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Like I remember, like Be- because because that's what because I've seen it happen. Like Vince Carter wearing the armband just, to, gi- just to give to yeah. the kids. I mean, I mean, I can't sit here and say, yeah, this is why he wear it. But at the but but the the end result is just being given away. <laughs> it's true. I, <laughs> and, and you get new ones before every game, and it's gone. You get I, new ones, I, it's gone. And I, this is yeah. everywhere, right? You know what I'm saying? So I can't say well, but for me, that's that's kind of why I did it, because I saw I saw the reaction of kids. It's a, it's a, it's a piece of it's a piece of, of of something they can have for the rest of their life. As a kid, like I went to the book, I got Michael Jordan autograph. I got Steph Curry shoes. I know a guy that has a Vince Kyrie Carter wristband, yeah. and he's a grown man, and he still talks about it to this day. But he yeah. was ten years old when he got it from him. That's a monumental moment for them. I never thought of it from that perspective, and that it makes that makes complete sense. So John Paxson, when you want to ban me from wearing headbands and all that, you, that's what you took away. Yeah, 
and, and I hear the kids, hey, where's the hip? And, you know, I done it for one game, and then I just, I felt bad. I said, fuck it, I, I'm, I got to wear it. Yeah, how much did you get fined? Did you get fined? Man, I got fined for everything. <laughs> because they tried to change me from being who I was. I was in, when I, my first two years in Charlotte, I, I never got fined. Why? Because it was early in the NBA. <laughs> first, because we had a because first of all, which I think was great, I had a player coach, like a Paul coach, Silas, just he for played, yourself. Yeah, no, he played in the NBA, right? So that oh, was player coach. coach. Sorry, okay, yeah, sorry, you I know what I mean, yeah. like NBA player yeah, coach, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He didn't he didn't care about none of that. I mean, we're 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 on a certain wealth level to where we're not gonna look like bums getting on the plane. We go we go we gonna wear high fashion shit. It may not be a, it may not be what you want me to wear which I think is a slave trait. That's just what it is. Mm. How, how, how are you going to tell a grown man how to dress? Mm. We're, going, we're, we're, we, we're basketball players. We're going on the plane to the hotel. We're not going to sit down in the men's meeting. No, if we were, yeah, of course. Yeah. Dress accordingly. Yeah. Duh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Team pitchers, we got to dress up. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, every day we're going, you know what I mean? Like, nah. Hmm. <laughs> it's like an image yeah. type of person. It's an image that the NBA tries to reflect on their players in order to, yeah, upscale not, the brand. I guess if it means endorsements, if it means anything, it's an it's a it's definitely a controlling factor. Yeah, but and their excuse every time is the money. We're paying you millions. Yeah, that's but what they say. That too, but it but it's all low. It's all it's also the control of you. Yeah, you can't be you now because you're yeah. doing this. Yeah. Right now, I know there's certain now I know there's certain players that go to the you know the, the the bigger programs, the Dukes, the North Carolinas. Yeah, those guys wear suits. Yeah, because that's tradition. Yeah. That's just the way it goes on that level, right? Before you sign there, you know that going in. Yeah, you you going to Duke, you know you you suited and booted. Yeah, yeah. You're used to that. I didn't come that I didn't come that route. Players players like me, we where I come from, junior college, we 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 wore we won a war all where. You know what yeah. I mean? We wore what we wanted to wear all the way up until we made it to that to that situation, right? So yeah. when we get there, it's like we're gonna continue to wear the you know the hip hop. Yeah. This is this is the culture. This is who I am. Right. So yeah. they try to change that. It's a big, big, big thing within hockey, the the dress code tradition, the suit to the game every day. But it's implemented in Adam. So when the kids are, you know, five, ten years old, so by the time they get to the NHL, they don't ask any questions. And to them, to a lot of hockey players, suits are high fashion. That's like what they like to wear. It's just where they grow yeah. up. You know, myself, I'd love to wear a suit. I'd love to wear a suit to the rink. Is that wrong or right? No, it's just who I am from an early age and where I came up from. Right. And I completely understand where you're coming from and saying, okay, no, if I'm going to the rink, I want to wear something that implements who I am as a person. I can understand how taking that away from someone can be a little upsetting. If someone said to me, no, Justin, you have to wear a, you know, a do-rag and a, and a baggy hat to an NHL game, I'd be a little pissed because it's the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, I, I, so I understand where you're coming from for sure. And it is very controlling. Yeah, like in, in, in my, my upbringing – when I put the suit on, is I'm going to a funeral. Yeah, funeral, yeah, funeral, it's, funeral. it's like I don't want to wear this. Yeah, this is my. It's put me. It puts me in that that mind state of man. I yeah. feel like I'm going to a funeral. Yeah, even when I was going to going to do the team pictures, like Shh, <laughs> this, you know what I'm saying. And that's just not even me. to I'm this day, like suit and tie type of guy. I'm just not that. That's just not me. Yeah, it's you know funny. It's I mean? fu it's funny how our brains think like that. It, it's just funny, right? What about like a wedding? You pumped to put a suit on for a wedding? Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Like that's 
That's what you That's do. a wedding, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you got to be clean for that. I remember I remember AI like there's a, the, the a, ESPN did a great 60 or 30 for 30 for they're called 30 for 30s or 60 for 60. 60 or 30 for 30, one of those two. I think it's 30 for 30. They did a great one on AI and uh it was about the dress code. And there was yeah. like a good like 10 minute like clip in there about how he was just he wasn't having it. Yep. And same with like the go, showing the showing up to the game. He'd show up like really late to the game dressed like that, but then he'd go out and put up 60. It's like how do you argue with this guy? But that's that's that and that's basketball attire, sweats and a t-shirt and gym shoes. Justin, you want to do it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you go in the hoop probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even I get if you, it. you yeah. could be in the hood, you could be anywhere. You you dress the hoop. Yeah. That's just hooping gear, a t-shirt and sweats. That's the team. That's the that's the team gear they give you. Sweats. Yeah. T-shirts and sweats. <laughs> but how you gonna find me for that? And this is what you give, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just all about just trying to change you from where you, you know what I'm yeah. saying, know your, upbring, your upbringing and where you come from. What are your thoughts on uh, the NBA right now? A lot of people think they did a great job with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, LeBron did a great job, the the leading forefront players of the NBA. Everyone's saying they did a good job of, you know, potentially doing a protest and not playing. I know they had a couple games where they didn't play. But there's a lot of people that say they like Adam uh, Silverman. Some people may disagree with him, but for the four, for the most part, a lot of people say they like what he implements, and he's a he's a he's a commissioner for the players. What was your thought on this past year in NBA in that? I mean, they did the best thing they could do, right? As far as with the you know the pandemic, being well, yeah. in the bubble, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, the Black Lives Matter, uh, that was great. Do you think he was right that they kept playing, or do you think they should have stopped playing? I mean. I don't know what stop playing would have did, right? Well, so I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we came we came so far to get a season even just a season right and then to I mean, but I, I mean, just depends on who who made those calls, right? And how that person felt and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I I I mean personally, no, I I think you just keep it going. Yeah. And then you you keep you keep the movement going. Yeah. And, you, and still to this day, you still should be keeping the movement going because nothing's changing, I don't think. <laughs> you know no. what I'm saying? So why would you stop playing basketball? Like that's not gonna make people go, All right, we're gonna stop doing what we was doing because the NBA stopped playing basketball. Yeah. They don't look at it like that. They already look at it they already look at it like privileged, you know what I'm saying? To a certain extent because of the money they make. Yeah. And that's that's how they're judged. I'm like, that's crazy. Like that comes with the job. Mm. It's true. <laughs> like you can't knock that. I mean, that's what comes with the job. Yeah, it's it just I just find it so interesting from your perspective of just playing in the league and knowing what happens behind the scenes, and just being in a situation where you'd be in the bubble. I yeah, don't know. But, I, but I just I just know that guys guys aren't speaking out how they and saying how they really feel. Why not though? They just don't want to. They're scared to. Yeah, just because they play in the NBA. They want to do you, anything to protect Charles their... Barkley. Go. What you think Charles Barkley gonna say if you ask him a question about that? He gonna say what he want. What the what? It, you know what I'm saying? Because he's out of the NBA and it, has a platform. Doesn't matter. I, he's still gonna say what he's gonna say. He's gonna be. He's gonna tell you how he really feels. Yeah. No matter what. Hmm. Which that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. If you ask me a question, I'm gonna answer it. Hmm. I'm not gonna answer it within a mindset of okay, I'm in the NBA. No. You can't do that because you can't you can't give a fathom a, a fathom answer. Yeah, just a floating answer. Just you know what I mean. Yeah, you got to be yourself. You got to say what you really how you really feel about it. 
It's tough for a lot of people. That's what I'm going to do. A lot of people have jobs that are making a lot of money and they're nervous to say like, you know, to speak like that. Exactly. That's what I don't like. Yeah, that's fair. You completely, know what I'm un- completely agreeable. Just like when the John Paxson used to get on me all the time about that. John, he asked me a question. How do I feel? I'm not. I'm not gonna answer this question. I'm like, okay, let me think about what John would say. No. Yeah. Should we be running the triangle? No. <laughs> Just plain and simple. Yeah. Premeditated. We're too young. Yeah. You 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 weren't about you weren't about trying to run a premeditated offense. Instead of developing Eddie Curry, got to teach him. Some, you got to teach that kid. He's just turns 18 years old, 17. Tyson, you got to teach these kids something. Mm. We're the youngest team in the league. We're the, we're, we're, when you're in Charlotte, we're, sorry. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago, sorry. We, we're the youngest team in the NBA at this time. I didn't know that. With Charles Oakley and Anto- Antonio Davis. Kendall Gill, a couple, couple vets, right? But... We still were the youngest, second youngest, I, th- I believe. We got to use our youth. Mm. We got to use our athletic, our athletic, uh, athletic abilities that we have. We should just be up and we should just be hooping, mm. pick and roll, pin downs. This is why I came here. I didn't come here to run this. Y'all didn't tell me who was doing this. The triangle offense is that what that's what like Phil Jackson implemented with yes. the Lakers. That's what you're talking about. Yes, okay. personnel, but they had the personnel to do that. We ain't got the personnel to do that. Our, our, two of our starters are rookie teenagers. This is a man's league. <laughs> what was your welcome to the NBA moment? Man, just training camp. What do you? What? How? Give me a story. Something. Man, Anth- I always go to the Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason story. That's uh, his son plays for. Yeah. Yeah. Play for for, for play for the uh, Rainman. Yeah, the Rainman. Hurricane, hurricane, sorry, I yeah. always get them. I'm you just too. used to saying Raymond, right? The yeah. hurricane. Song we we did like a video with his son. That's okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah. I you know I communicate with him a lot on fate on um on social media. Nice. And they they used to practice at the um sportsplex back when I was training there, and yeah, I used yeah, to see yeah. him over there, talk to him, whatever. But. They still do practice there. They got a new gym in there for them. Oh yeah. They had training camp there last year. I went to a couple. Yeah, couple I was, practices. Yeah, I used to train like right after they was done. Oh, yeah. So I used to. Holler at them a little bit, talk to Mason a little Mason nice. Jr. a little bit. And it was yeah, yeah, you get the Yeah, just 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 <clears throat> just realizing that, you know, college NBA, going straight to grown this is grown man league. That's that's I always hear the, spe- the, the the analyst saying, This is a grown man league, right? So training camp, second unit, matching up, small forward, that's what I was. Yeah. Small forwarder, no starting team. <laughs> Anthony Mason. That's what I'm checking. Gorilla, man. Just, just, welcome, man. Just, he, he abused me, which I was already used to anyway, but it was just like, he was just, man, he was just so strong, right? How old were you at the time? I was 20. You're still a kid. Yeah, 21. 21. Do you think growing up in the environment that you grew up allowed you to take pain from, you know, players like him in that first year in the NBA? Oh, yeah, just just from back in my childhood. Just just, already, I was already getting abused. (laughs) Not funny, but... You know what I mean? I mean, that's just just what it was, and I just had to figure it out. But by the time you got to the NBA, you already figured it out. Yeah, and just just being observant, listening and learning, you know what I mean? Just, Just watching the game. Yeah. Like, I, like... I used to I used to always watch basketball. It didn't matter who was playing. 
you know, back in college when I was watching TV, boom, who it didn't matter who was playing, I watched it. High mm-hmm. school, college, pros, I watched and I just observed. When, when <laughs> you, you know, got- so so when you get put in those positions, like when I'm watching the games, I always put myself in those positions. To what what I would have did. Yeah. Especially even though that especially while I'm coaching now. Yeah. I, I mean I I've always watched the game to learn something. To this day. Yeah. Good for you. Right now. Like I love like the podcast I love is, is Gilbert Arenas. He does have a good podcast. Yes. He has a co host with him. I forget his name, but that is I, a- learn, I learn something every time from him because the way I grew up, you know, learning the game, I I didn't grow up like that. High school, just being really observant of the game. Like I I came on late, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of stuff I still don't know that I'm still learning, especially coaching now. Yeah. Now I gotta learn how to Like X's and O's, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Put put the pieces together. When you were at the NBA level and you had the luxury of having video before the game to study your opponent, did you take advantage of that? Oh yeah, I mean, but that comes just from watching just from watching basketball. Yeah, but let's say you're playing against like the the Lakers and you know, you know, you're gonna watch, you know, highlights of Kobe. You yeah, know, did you sit there in Staples Center before and go, okay, what's he doing today? What's he doing today? Did you sit I there already, and watch? But I, but I already been watching basketball. Yeah, but each player is different. Don't you want to look at like techniques of certain players? Yeah, but he, yeah, they, I, yeah, I know everybody's game though. In just, the whole just NBA, from watching, yeah, Jeez. yeah, you okay, have, just, that's a statement. But that's just from watching basketball though. But I'm saying, but but you're saying watching you basketball is saying? a game. But what about like a player? Like let's say you're, yeah, you know you're guarding a player. That's what I'm saying. Okay, sorry. Okay, that, but that but she, you got You got to understand what I'm saying. That comes just from watching the game. Just just okay. From, okay. just from watching regular TV when the game come on. Just just regular games. You. I watch differently. I, I you still know what don't. I'm saying? So I, I know the plays they're running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With I, I could tell. I could just tell. Like when you watch so much basketball, like I have, I grew up watching it. I grew up playing it. I, I know it. I knew like I knew before coming into the NBA because I watched it so much. I, I know he liked the ball at. I know he liked the ball at. I'm scouting already. I don't just watch the watch. Yeah. Now I'm saying, well, he scored, but how did he score? What happened before that? How did he get open? What happened when he, you know what I'm saying? You so gotta, you're watching you gotta, a step ahead and a step yeah, behind. Exactly. You're watching how everything builds up into something. Exactly. Cool. You know what I'm saying? And, and once I and once I once I got to the NBA, that's when I really started focusing in on. Oh, I just can't watch them games no more. I got to see what, because you know we playing them tonight or we playing them in three weeks or two weeks. Yeah. So and I'm just watching bas. I'm just a fan of basketball anyway. So I'm already watching, but that's how I watch the game. Well, was it frustrating for you coming up knowing okay you're a self-taught basketball player? Yeah. And there's coaches and there's players within an NBA organization that come up a completely different way. They come up through high school, college, then NBA, and through those rankings, it's no, it's okay X's and O's. It's pass the ball here, then shoot the ball here. It's percentages. It's completely different from how you were taught the game. Was there any frustration of when you hit? that league of people telling you okay Eddie you got to do it this way rather than this way because you know you're self-taught this way and another guy's trying to tell you to do something differently was there anything like that that was frustrating no not really because I was a player that I didn't need to, to score a point to score I didn't need I didn't need a play call for me I'm gonna get it I'm gonna score just off athletic ability I'm gonna get a steal I'm gonna <laughs> get, get a, a, get a block you know oh. what I'm saying that's crazy. I'm gonna get, get a block. I'm gonna get a steal. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and and the way our offense was structured in Charlotte, we ran a lot of horn sets. 
What's have, that mean? I mean like point guard bringing the ball up. You got two. You got two elbow posts. Like a house. Yep. You got two elbow. You got two guys at the elbow. Your your forward and your center here, and you got your two and your three on the wings. On the three point line. And yes, out space right. Okay. I can pass the ball to the wing. I can get get this back pick. The point guard come off if he open. Boom. If not. You can he can go set a cross screen for bring somebody over that was on the wing post up or you can go screen and roll or you can do zipper where the two and three come off pin downs or you go side pick and roll yeah. like you, it's a, it's a lot you can do but you got but 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 while we were so successful in Charlotte because you, we we spread at the floor you have you got to have room to operate hmm. has the game changed from all the way back then to now uh, I think it's uh, I mean, it, the one thing that's changed is, is you know, that the defensive rule, the no hand checking rule. What's that mean? I mean, like if you, if I'm checking you and you get by me, I can boom, I can bump you. Yeah. Slow your momentum up and then get back in front of you. Yeah. Boom, that's a foul. Now you it's a foul. Yeah, you okay. can't touch nobody. That's right now, so so now so now it's easy to score. Even if you're just decent. You can you can get buckets in the NBA because nobody can touch you. Can you imagine that? Nobody can touch you like that. The only boom, thing boom, I can I make a yeah. move, I make a move and get you off balance. Your normal reaction is go, is going to be to grab or touch. Yeah, you can't do that no more. But that was the olden rules. Yeah, I, I played I played with the hand checking rule. It was hard. It was hard for you to score. You're gonna have a bruised rib at the end of the game. <sighs> yes. It was hard, and 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 the 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 fouls, everything is being reviewed. I, mean, it, I hate that. Foul. I don't like that. That's nothing but a hard foul, man. In my days, that is not. That, that's a hard foul. Now it's a flagrant fouls. Back in my days, shit, you might get ejected. <laughs> <laughs> now in, in today's game, back the back yeah, in yeah, my yeah, day, yeah, yeah, you yeah. you you're getting ejected for hard fouls like that. I do find it a little frustrating how the game has slowed down a bit due to a replay. Due yeah, to but you got to check things. Yeah, but and that that's 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 making it watered down. Yeah. No touch. You can't touch LeBron. She coming, LeBron. You can't touch him. Come on, man. <laughs> Anthony Davis. You can't touch these guys. I'm not going down this. I'm not going down this <laughs> counter. I'm not having this conversation right now. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's hard. It's gonna be hard as hell to stop somebody. Where you can't touch him. Yeah. And that shows you how fucking great Michael Jordan was. He played him. He played when it was rough. When he got, pit, he got yeah. beat up so bad by the Pistons. Oh, shit, I got to go get The next day, the next day he went back to Chicago. Yeah. What What did you think of the last dance? I loved it. On, oh, I, I loved watched it, it three I times. I loved it. I've loved it. And then you got, you got players. You got, you got the Scottie Pippen talking about, man. <laughs> Who else is it going to be about? Who else is gonna be about B.J. Armstrong? <laughs> who else is gonna be about? Gotta be about Mike. Yes. But who else? Who else? Rodman. Rodman, Rodman was a character. Shot. Rodman got his shot. He did. He, you know, yeah. I thought he could have had another episode where they talked about him a bit more. Man, come on, man. He, Rodman, Rodman, Rodman. <laughs> did you ever play against him? No. No. Oh. Rod, Rodman was Rod, like you don't understand. Like Rodman was big too. <laughs> like though in the city, yeah, they 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 was just as big as Mike. Fans and all that, I'm telling you. He drove away on a motorcycle with a beer, no helmet, out of United Center <laughs> yeah. to Vegas. That's 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 what I'm saying. Like like 
Dennis, Dennis, Dennis did it what did it his way. And that's and that's one thing I respect about Phil Jackson. Oh fuck it. Dennis wants to go to Vegas. Let him go. You don't see a coach like that anymore. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? But he knew Dennis. He understood Dennis. He knew who Dennis was. He 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 knew his players. That's why they won like that. He knew his players. These coaches don't get to know their players. These general managers don't get to know their players. Because if you would have got the, if you would have sat me down and been like, man, why, why, why can't you abide by the dress code? I would have told you why, and you would have understood why. Then now maybe you'd have changed your narrative on why I don't wear this shit. But you didn't do that. You didn't ask. You just prejudged him. Oh, you just want to be this, and you went, nah, no. Mm. And it's a control thing. You got to feel knew his players. A really cool part was when they were in the playoffs. I think Eastern Conference Finals against. I couldn't tell you, but Jordan went out golfing. The, yeah. the day before, instead of the team having practice. And he said that he's smoking his cigar. He's like, you know, that's what I like about Phil. You know, it's, he knows we're stressed. He knows we need a little relax. And he's on the 17th hole playing golf, smoking a cigar, having a Bud Light. It's like, that's that's very, you don't see that. Yeah, you got it. You, but but he, didn't, he didn't have that control over them. Got to let the player beat them. Yeah. Let them be happy, man. You know what I'm saying? They try to control you, but, you know, just like Michael with the whole gambling thing. So what? <laughs> like, why why y'all mad that he gambles? So what? It's his money. It's not illegal. At all. He's at the casino or however he's doing the golfing. Like, that's yeah. players gamble like that all the time. Like, I don't I don't know why they picked picked on him like that, but it was just something they had to it's find. The media. They gotta say it. Yeah. They gotta bring it up. They gotta oh he's he's gonna be homeless soon. He's losing his money. He can't afford his bills. Like they got they gotta say it. Like, it, it, it drives views. Yeah, I must don't know how them Jordan's selling. <laughs> 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 That's still the top bread today. Crazy to think about Michael Jays. What was your what was your favorite uh clip from that whole uh the last dance? Oh man, I don't have, I love the whole thing. Everything. I love the whole thing. Because it's your era of basketball. It was just nice to see. And especially from the behind the scenes aspect, it must have been really cool for you knowing. Because you know, yeah. essentially, that's well, the manager. Was he your manager? I forget his name. Uh, who's the manager of the Bulls that they didn't like that tried to break them up? Krause. Krause. Jerry Krause. Was he your manager? Yeah, he was our GM. Did you ever, what was he like as a he guy? He's the one who got me in Chicago. He's the one who got you. <laughs> what was your conversation like with him? Oh, me, me and Jerry was cool. Yeah. Yeah, we was cool, man. He had a we, we didn't have a we never had a problem. We spoke when we saw each other. He used to he asked me about my kids, my family. Really? Yeah, it was you know he that's how he was. You know what I mean? But you gotta you know, it was to a point where you know everybody's not gonna like everybody the same, right? You know, <laughs> this person go like you, this person go love you, this person you know what I mean? That's just what it was, and I think it just got to a point where. You know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta rebuild. The shit is coming to an end. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and the players. But do you agree with what Michael said? What Michael? What he said? You can't. You have to give the players an opportunity to win again until we lose. Like, imagine winning a three peat and then breaking the guys up. Like, come on! I, I, I can't I mean, agree yeah, with I that. I understand that. I understand that. But I think he had a deal worked out with the Lakers or something. I don't know. But how? I, I don't know. If you're the GM of a team and your team wins three in a row, you're gonna go, nah, nah, sorry, it's over. I don't know. I'd say no. Let's keep it going. 
Let's have some fun. Let's get a four peat. Let's keep selling jerseys. Let's keep selling out. Yeah, yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, how are you? Yeah. Like, I understand where Scotty Pippen's pissed at him because he didn't pay him. Scotty Pippen was arguably the second, third best player in the league, and they wasn't getting paid. Yeah. I understand how that tension happens, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah and the, you know, them contract negotiations, they can they can take time, right? And I think Scotty didn't it didn't happen in his timely, in a timely fashion for him, right? So yeah. he was like, well, I ain't having surgery then. <laughs> well, now you definitely ain't finna get no money. That's true. <laughs> There's so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you don't know about. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. You know, the, the contracts, you know, they, they don't tell you what Jerry, what Jerry was trying to do, right? But yeah. when it got to a point where, you know, he didn't have that surgery yeah. and didn't come back ready to play the next season, yeah, yeah, Mike had to go crazy. <laughs> you ever have a conversation with Mike? The, huh? You ever have a conversation with Mike? Not, not like that. I mean, I seen him a few times in the club, right? Oh yeah, you told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I seen him a few times in the club, right? And yeah, that story you told me about him being late for a game and they had the highway patrol going all the way to the United yeah, Center. That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, police escort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to work out at um, used to work out at Hoops. What's Hoops? Like that's, that's his um his, his strength and conditioner, Tim Grover. Okay. Yes. That's yes. His gym, right? So I used to I used to work out up there. And Mike used to come in and out, right? He went. I went around. I went down there when they used to hoop, though, right? Yeah. I used to go get my training in. Boom, boom, boom. Then I'm gone for the day. I used to come in ten to twelve. Two hours work, gone. Love it. Life yeah. of a professional athlete. Just work, go home, rest. Yeah. Um, I gotta switch up the conversation a little bit to something a little bit more sad. But you've guarded him. Uh, Kobe Bryant passed away this year. Um. You know, you don't even really know what to say, but you know, you were fortunate enough to to play against him in your career. I was just wondering if you had any, um, you know, memories about the guy. Oh uh, yeah, Kobe. Kobe was cool, man. I mean, he was workhorse, respected. You know, he was a good dude, man. And um, yeah, I guarded him as well, but you know, no thirties, no forties on me. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be laughing right now listening to you saying this, going, yeah. You know, he might have yeah. ended up with that, but on me, nah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he knew, he knew I was competitive as far as, like, nah, I, ain't, I can't let nobody go go crazy on me like this. And, um, yeah, man, we was, we was just competitive. Just another another player that I admired that that another was another one of my favorite players. He was, he was my next Michael. He was my Michael Jordan. Really? Kobe was? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Mike. <laughs> really? Man, it was just like Mike, man. Demeanor, game, all that. Firings, one team. MJ, six rings, one team. Six Pete. Come on, man. You can't put you y'all got they gotta stop putting players in the in the conversation with with Kobe and Mike. They in they in the league of their own, man. Like seriously. <laughs> Especially Mike, stop doing it. You can't, you can't compare no players with with Michael Jordan or Kobe, because Kobe was the next Mike. I seen it, and the world know that. Yeah. But you got a lot of Laker haters, so they ain't gonna say that. But just just be one hundred. Like, yeah. come on, he was the, he was my next Michael Jordan. Yeah. Done this the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And, and and for that to happen, that was that was some sad shit, man. Where were you when you found out? Who told you? I was in Houston at the park with my daughter. 
And and what's crazy is my daughter was playing playing with another um another little kid, right? And I heard her and I heard her his father was on was on the phone. And he was like, Kobe, like he just said it out loud at the part, like, Kobe, no, what? And then and then like he looked at me like we, he saw me when I came to the park, right? So he kind of knew I was a basketball player, right? You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, he, I know what like, you mean. He he kind of knew, so he came to me. He was like, "Man, guess what?" I said, "He said Kobe just died." I said, "Kobe who?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know That's what I'm you're saying? Like, not Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Like yeah. Kobe who? Like he was like Kobe Bryant. And I was like, I was like Kobe Bryant, and I I was pulling my phone out, and I was like, "How?" He was like, man, a helicopter, a helicopter crash. And I said, well, fuck, that could be true, cause he'd be in them helicopters. So I got on my phone, boom, 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 shits everywhere. I was like, wow. And his daughter was on there. That just made it even more, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's crazy, man. That's wild. And then I just remember like investigating and, and just just seeing what was on the internet and. I came across the the recording from the the watchtowers. Yeah. And they were saying the guy was too low and going too fast or for visibility or something like. Wasn't good visibility for a helicopter. Yeah, like he went off the radar. So basically was flying blind. Mm. I was like, what the f like terrible. That's wild. But yeah, that was a that was a crazy day, man. Yeah. You almost make it, you think, like, no, Kobe could survive a helicopter accident. Like, you just thought he's a superhero. Like, he could, no, he could do it. He can he'll jump out. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, you just thought he'd, you'd, you know, you'd, it's just, you, when you picture Kobe, you picture him as a 90-year-old man, almost like, uh, who's the guy that has the MVP for the... Bill Russell. Bill Russell. You think of him as Bill Russell getting up there one day, like, handing a trophy off. You just oh, don't, yeah, you, get, you don't think old, of him as old. old right? You think yeah, of him yeah. like that. Yeah, it's just... Anyways, when I saw the pictures of you guarding him, I was like, oh, maybe they had like a special moment or something. He said hi to him or just oh, a yeah, respect we, yeah, factor we, for one yeah, another. He, we talked on the court. You know, I, I used to see him, I used to see him, you know, like, used to run into each other, maybe like every blue moon, like just, just being in LA, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. talk to him. Kobe, what up? He rock, what up, what up, man? You good, you good? Boom, then he gone. That's how it is. I mean, it's just a, just a mutual respect because we doing the same thing, right? Yeah. We are, we hoopers, right? So it's just that that we had that that mutual respect, yeah. and he was like that with everybody, yeah. you know. But but more probably more brotherly with the players he played with. But he just had a mutual respect for everybody. Yeah, he was a good dude. Um, what are your thoughts on the the NBA and where the game's at now? Arguably, it's the biggest game in the world, maybe second behind soccer. But you know, the, the game has grown due to you know the Michael Jordan and the Kobe. Uh, era and it, it seems to be in a in a place that's you know making billions and billions and billions of dollars. What's your thought process on uh, just the NBA and where the game is at as a whole across the world? Not even NBA, just Europe, everywhere. I mean, yeah, it's it's growing. I think it's <laughs> rapidly growing. Yeah, <laughs> especially here. Yeah, well, I mean, could, just 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 to have an example of of growth, right? Like it's crazy. Here. Nate Darling. Like, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Nate Darling. Yeah, Nate Darling. Uh, you know, just made the roster an hour ago. Just made the roster in in Charlotte, my old team. They go love him there. As long as he go out there and put the work in, play his game. Awesome. And, yeah, that's that's yeah. Congratulations to him, man. That's big. He fought. He he dreamed big. He he stuck with it. Done everything right, and boom, he made it. So. 
Awesome. What's your advice for a guy going? You know, you were that guy going into Charlotte that first year. What's your advice for Nate? First I mean, year Nate, going in. Nate. Nate' biggest challenge is going to be practices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just get the first <laughs> who, year. Who be competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who whoever. It's about minutes and getting an opportunity. So for me in practice, I had to prove it, and that's where it's going to start. Who who who's playing more minutes than you? Who's who's getting in? Learn a rotation. Challenge that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For me, it was Ricky Davis. Yeah. You know that was the guy that was come. You know, come in, coming in before me at a point. So I challenged. I challenged him every every morning. Coach saw that. Get with the coaches. Talk to the coach. Coach, what can I do to you know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they ain't gonna do nothing but tell you the truth. You need to do this and that. And you, once you get that down and be unselfish, man, just it's a, be the first player in the gym, last one out. I didn't have to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you have to do it? I mean, I, I mean, I, I was, I was, I because I was, I knew my role. Okay. I'm, I'm coming off the bench, defend. That was, that was my thing, defend, shoot the shot, op- shoot the open shot, but defend. And, you know, that was my role, and I knew that. So doing doing all that extra stuff for me was like, you know, I'm not going to shoot the ball 30 times. Waste of energy. You can look at it that way, but, you know, I put, you know, just, 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 I put my work in and practice to where I ain't got to stay, I ain't got to stay extra. Hmm. I went hard. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that's what it was. You know what I mean? They, the coach, that's what that you know, that's what I loved about Paul Silas. Look, we for the, we we don't want to be here the whole time. But we will be, depending on how y'all how how we are today. Hmm. We come in, work our ass off, go at it, we, we go home. And you know what I mean? And and that that's the demeanor you gotta have. Go in there, go hard every practice. Yeah. Defend though. Defend. Defend. It's a good like business strategy. Your, you think offense, about it. your your offense got you here. Yeah. Your defense gonna make you stay. That's good advice. Yeah. You gotta defend. That's that, great that, advice. Because because not everybody doing that. Everybody can score. Now you gotta do something different. Stand out. Than the other person. Yeah. It's interesting how it's a business, but still you're on a team at you. You just said find out who the starting guy is and match him up. Get better than yeah. him. It's funny how you're on a team. Your teammates with a guy, but at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah, like you, you, gotta you, you gotta, you gotta get a contract. You gotta compete. You gotta, you gotta be a starter. So it's interesting. I say find your guy. Talk to the coaches. Find out what you're good at. Find out what they want you to be better at. So then you get more minutes and you get to take advantage of your opportunity. I don't yeah. think about that because I'm a fan and I just watch it. But it's an interesting perspective how you say that. Yeah, you know, find they, your guy because they, they they looking at you, but you being judged by the minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got five minutes, so but what did you do with that five minutes? Did you get a rebound? Did you get a turnover? Did you get a deflection? How many rebounds you get? You they, they look at that by the minute, second because that's what you that's what you be you, you know yeah per minute yeah yeah so you, what you're doing per minute. So when you get so when you get your opportunity, all right. I'm, I'm if you're one of those players that you know ain't you know you're not gonna play as much, but you you just got an opportunity. Shit, you got to make it. You got you got to make the best of it by the minute. Rebound, steal, deflection, anything. Be a difference maker. And that's how you got to. And that's how you got to think every possession. Yeah. Yeah, you got to think possessions now. Hold on to the ball because you're you're being judged by the minute. 
So when you come crying about your minutes, okay, you played eight minutes. Let's see what you did. And that's what they go show you. The eight so, minutes. Yeah. They go, they go show you down. what you did in eight minutes. Yeah. You had this, you did this, you did this, you did this. Because that's what they going to go by. Hmm. So you got to go in thinking that and knowing that. You're being judged by the minute. It's crazy how your whole life you train, you train. To play in the NBA, because yeah, but then your length could only be eight minutes. You have you have to be prepared for eight. It'd be minutes. shorter than that. Shit, you might get in in thirty seconds. <laughs> like that's crazy. Isn't that weird to think about your whole that's life? How, that's how, but but that's how, but that's how. If you're that player, that's how you got to think about it. Possessions. Every time you have the ball in your yeah, hand, you, per minute, yeah. But because because at the end of the day, the coach the coach ain't finna do all that. He gonna say, okay, you play how many minutes? Let's see what you did. Stat sheet, stat line. That's what they going by. Hmm. Interesting how they're even trying to do uh, statistics on practice. Like there, there's new they, machines out there that you wear a vest and it, it tracks your, your sweat take, how much uh, fat you lost in a practice. Yeah. It, it tracks absolutely everything down to the millisecond. It's interesting how, mm-hmm. and I mean, you go down to, you know, at the beginning of the podcast and you go, you know, a player can't be themselves from, you know, dressing and, and things like that. It's almost like a little bit of the freedom of a player just to, to be a player rather than a person is being taken away, you know? If a guy was having a couple beers the night before, you put a vest on and the coaches know you had a couple beer before because of this vest, it's like, eh, that's, 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 that's you know, that's not right. That's There's policing. A, that's that's like know? being on probation. <laughs> yeah, and it, kind of, yeah. It's but like wearing an ankle body. They're like, what? You don't know. You, you, man, that's crazy. But do you know what I'm talking about? Like, have you yeah. seen these vests before? Like, no, I, have, I have never seen it's them. It's like, um, yeah, there's just a lot of companies that, you know, allow baseball players to wear, uh, like, headbands and it'll track, the, like, the sweat from their head. But through the sweat, they'll be able to track, you know, uh, how much breath they're losing, how much uh, uh, weight they're losing through sweat. There's just so many statistics that can go into finding out what a player is losing through a practice or a game. It's wow. quite incredible, man. There's a company here, Conduct, I think. They just sold to someone millions of dollars. But they, you can study a player's habits through practice in a game and what they need more of and what they need less of. Like if you need more chicken but less spinach before or after a game, like it'll tell you. It's incredible. But at wow. the same time, everything that's good, there's a bad side to it. And it's a little, you know, maybe I don't want the coach to know I had a couple <laughs> vodka cranberries last night. I mean, they know these, they know these guys doing all that yeah. stuff, right? Anyways, you get your Christmas shopping done? Oh, yeah, I'm done. You got everything. Yeah. What you can you? I guess you can't tell them because they're gonna be nah, listening. They listening. What are you doing for Christmas? You're gonna be at home. You can't. I guess you can't oh, do sh- anything. Can't, can't do nothing. Right. Sh- nothing at the house. Yeah. The, is the when's the NBA start up? Isn't there a Christmas game? Yeah. Well, it starts tonight. The, regular the NBA season. starts tonight. Yes. Yeah, man. I, I should own. I. I didn't even know that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what we got, Mark here. I know the Raptors didn't get into the uh, the Christmas game. There's a lot of people in Canada upset. They have to move. They didn't up. get a Christmas game. No, because and everyone's like, "Well, come on!" Like they're moving from a different country to play in the NBA. You think you could reward them with giving them an NBA a Christmas game? Wow, I thought the Raptors would have got a game. No, the NBA doesn't like the Raptors. I think that's obvious. They don't like Canada. Maybe, maybe. there's too much Black Matters on their buses and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, they pulled up to training camp with the Black Lives Matter on the bus, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they did I think too. I'm still supposed to stop it this year too. What's that? He's supposed to stop the Black Lives Matter thing. Who? This year. Who's supposed to stop Silver. it? Oh, yeah? Like how it was on the floors and all that. Because they did it for the bubble, though. It was everywhere in the bubble. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's, it's, they can't do it. I don't know why would you, you wouldn't continue that. They're going to continue doing what they're doing. Yeah. This shit ain't going to change, man. 
cops still ain't been arrested. They still, I thought they did get arrested Who, from, for uh, Breonna Taylor. No, or no, you know, you're right, Breonna Taylor. No, yeah, come on, man. But like, the other guy, who the guy they had the neck on, uh, they had his neck on his or his knee on his neck, George Floyd. George Floyd. Yeah. I don't know if they've been charged, but I just don't, I do, but I just don't know what takes so long. Oh, man, in right. the court of law, visual evidence is the best evidence you can ever have in the court of law, mm. it's the best evidence because. You don't need to tell me what happened. I can see it. Oh, that's what you did. You're guilty. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. It's been what? <laughs> Almost a year now exactly. since I've been. Is there, is there, of the Breonna so Taylor incident, on? is there a police uh, camera? Did they have footage of it? I mean, they went in the wrong place. I know. And you don't need footage of that. That's true. <laughs> and, and you and you still did what you did? Like, come on. like, Man, I'm in, I'm in the house sleep. And then next thing you know, boom, 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 boom. Now you dead? How? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. You don't, I don't, need, I don't, visual, you don't need visual for that. Like, yeah, it's, there's it's, witnesses, there's the boyfriend. Like, <laughs> It's crazy to think that some of the, the footage that they're putting out on the news of some of these incidents is happening. Like, there was a guy taking a jog out in Milwaukee like a year ago and he got shot and died. Yeah, 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 it's like, and they actually aired he that. It's like, it. yeah. But that goes back to what you were talking about. It's like, why they are you air airing this? Yeah. Air LeBron giving a million they, dollars that's to. That's what I'm saying. Nice, you know. This shit, the shit LeBron doing should be on CNN. Absolutely. See, that's why I like this form but of they conversation. But it, right, they put yeah. that shit on CNN, though. Multiple times. Exactly. The bad shit. For mo- for weeks straight, like like like, what are they doing? Like, media is definitely ridiculous. in a crossroads for sure right now. You know, uh, opportunities tied, like this, they to come all on. tied in with the 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 government. All that shit is bad. Yeah. How does Joe Biden get votes from dead people? <laughs> I didn't even hear about that. Is that a new one? Yeah, that's why Trump is going crazy. This shit, you got, you got like one hundred and thirty-five thousand votes. On a truck and shit, like, man. Are you American right now? Like, can you vote? I'm both. You're both, but can you? Dude. If you're in Canada, can you vote? For, I don't vote. You don't vote? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why. I've never, I've never voted. I will never vote until. Yeah, it's a, you don't vote. Nothing's, nothing's changing. Yeah. The prison's getting bigger. That's I don't see nothing else changing. Taxes ain't changing. Ain't no presidents really for the people. Mm. There's no there's no president that's a, that has been for the people to where Flint, Michigan water is still dirty. No, I hear no president talking about that shit. <laughs> it's hard to get behind someone when they don't yeah. talk about the mat, the issues in your backyard. Joe Biden. Oh come on, man! I, we done done research on this dude. You you've been here forty seven years. You've been with the Clintons, the Bushes. You've been with everybody bad. War on black people. But you, but you try to say war on drugs. Come on, man. War on black people. 280,000 blacks locked up in the 80s. Everybody wonder where their daddy at. Their daddy locked up for petty drugs. Dying bag of weed. 10 years. Still not released. War on blacks. <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden. But that's who y'all voted for. Does it make you feel good that you're living in Canada right now? Or is there still no, a little that fresh? that shit don't make me feel good. No, no? not at all. Because I still deal with the aftermath. Yeah, you have family nothing, and friends there. Yeah, well, my, my yeah, my family's still in Flint. This is what I'm saying. Nothing changed. Nothing until that situation changes. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Like 
I'll vote for who? Somebody gonna have to be the color of my skin mm. that don't give a fuck about nothing but the people. Everybody should be living nice. We print money. How can we be in debt with anybody? Why are we in debt with anybody any, anyway? We print money. I can't understand none of this. <laughs> I hear you. I can't understand none of this. They, we print money, but we in debt with who? We what? Like, like look look what's going on now. Stimulus checks. Man, you want to get somebody $600? Come on, man. This the world we live in. This is why I'm saying this shit ain't for the people. Them presidents ain't for the people, man. You should be giving these people thousands of dollars. Like thousands. Because they can't work and, and continue to live and do what they need to do. Hmm. $600 ain't going to do shit. Hmm. How's the economy right now in Michigan? Is it on the uprise or is it still? Man, nah. I mean, people surviving, right? As they always will. Yeah. I mean, go find a way, but but when the water's bad and you being in this and you it's poison, like what that's crazy, right? Yeah. But so that's what I'm saying. Like so we get a president that's talking that's 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 gonna change that part and, and you know, poverty, we need to change poverty. <laughs> yeah. You need to you need to you need to you need to put money in you you need to change the world by I think you going need, to open these businesses back up. Well, I think it starts at education at like a, at a young level. You need to educate kids in order to like. I understand like the yeah, the, wa too. the water issue in Flint is yeah. it, that's that's up to a, a grown person in order yeah, to change that. that. A kid's yeah. not going to do it. You got to have. You real, have to educate. You yeah, have you to have teach it, kids yeah. on how to start a small business. But you got you got to have real people though that get yeah. that that really care about teaching. Well, you need role models. You need role models in a community to be able not to not just trying to get a check, right? Yeah, I agree. You gotta teach the you gotta teach the real history that's gonna inspire the next yeah person to do what that history was. You almost need like the, the because when you don't have you. when you don't have history, you can't repeat it. Yeah, <laughs> how can you repeat history when you don't know what it is? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the all the stuff the blacks did. Oh man, yeah. I'm just not finding out about it. I'm 44. There's something wrong. There. Nobody taught me that. Yeah. Who, who, who you saying it? What did, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? Now they want to take slavery out of the, out of the, you know what I'm saying? Out of the, no, oh, man, this is crazy. I'm not suited to have this conversation. I wish I could, but I'm not educated enough on the inner, the city and, and what to fix the problem. But one thing I've always heard from, you know, my peers is that education is the key in order to fix things. Is that bullshit? I have no idea. Is it a no, solution? It could it. be. But like I said, I'm not the guy to be able to tell you what to do and how to do it and how to start something. But it is frustrating. It's across the world. Oh, That's yeah. the way it is yeah, right exactly. now. Exactly. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, what, how much time are we at, Mark? Hour five. Are we at an hour five? What are you doing the rest of the day? Man, back to the house. You got to you wrap your gifts? Probably be doing that tonight. <laughs> Do you, uh, all right, hour, we're at an hour. Anything else you want to say? Did I miss anything? Should I have asked anything? Uh, you want to give a shout out to your high school team? Oh, yeah. Shout out to my boys. <laughs> Y'all better be somewhere running and doing something. I don't know what's going to happen with the season, which I don't know why they cancel practice if they're thinking about trying to reopen yeah. the season, right? Yeah. We haven't practiced in about a month now. He's going to yeah. jump into the season. Kids they you lost the shape they've been in, right? So yeah. hopefully they're hooping and working out and trying to do something to stay active. I don't know how they can. You can't even do that. That's tough. Play Xbox. 
<laughs> NBA Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, though. It's tough. Everyone. Gyms aren't even open. Because I guess you could play basketball outside, but there's snow everywhere. You can't really no, play. They can't, they can't, you can't do nothing right now. I mean... I don't know how to, I don't know where they're it, it's 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 backwards to me like yeah. you, schools are st- school is still in but you cancel practice that's a whole nother conversation just <laughs> you know what hockey to hockey you know what I'm saying? Yeah. but it's like it's like it's you like at, they're in school though all day why can't we practice for two hours yeah in an open space gym with in, 12 kids right 12, yeah I know they're in school from what nine to five no what, no Jesus. I mean nine to what is three I mean nine to three yeah yeah, there's a lot of questions up in the air. Hopefully the vaccine helps out with something. I ain't touching that. <laughs> All right, Eddie, man, thank you very much for joining the podcast. I appreciate it. You're the man. You're oh, always yeah, welcome on this me, podcast. Man. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, happy holidays, everyone listening. Thank happy you for holidays, tuning people. in. Uh, what's today? 22nd. Christmas is three days away. Stay safe. Have fun. Big Slimmy. That's all I got. We're Big up. Jimmy. Peace. Bronco. Balaclava. Baklafala. Holla, holla. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know it's Sergio. Swing, swing. Yeah, Sergio. Yeah, uh. My phone blowing up cause I've been missing for days. I'm just flowing through these ways. My torso covered in suede. Six back to back Cadillacs looking like astronauts. Don't wind me up, I have Shaq. Pop out the jack in a box. The tree ratchets in his jean jacket, bitch. Don't even try to tell me how off the meat rack I'm is. You know the vibe from slow motion like I'm sniffing activists. Till I explode off the turnbuckle and cripple half your shit. You know Bam Bam savage as fuck uh, Ride with two pumps uh, like Michael Chang shoes uh, Till I see angels uh, I see the world from all angles And from a thin thread my soul dangles Just like a mango Alpha Bravo uh, Looking like your boy just won the lotto But then drowned every dollar in a bottle And put a bunch of junk uh, in his arm and his nose uh, And in between his toes Cause feeling good's the only thing he knows Shit Feeling good's the only thing I know, bitch. No, uh. Feeling good's the only thing I know. Feel good, no. Feel good, feel good. Feeling good's the only thing I know. Feel good, no. Feel good, Feeling good's the only thing I know. Give thanks for all these graces that's been placed upon me. Do I deserve it or not? Now that's a different topic. I think I do though. All these times I've seen the planet Pluto. And when I get back, I got no jet lag. I'm wired different. The slightest thought of me inspires vision. And puts a smile on the face of a man that knows he's about to die in prison. I'm high and twisted. Some would say divine and mystic. Cause I could eat a bag of mushrooms and still drive the stick shift. Like Helio Castro Neves. Seeing psychic. Delicate colors, I'm a deadhead Man, why the rose on fire in my palm Like a saint for a made guy Blood drops falling from my eyes Right on the great five I made live, so now it's time for me to lay in five Feel me? Uh, I made live, so now it's time for me to lay in five